This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The liturgical scripture readings for the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Proverbs. When one finds a worthy wife, her value is beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax and works with loving hands. She puts her hands to the distaff and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward for her labors, and let her works praise her at the city gates. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Blessed are you who fear the Lord, who walk in His ways. For you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be, and favored. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home, your children like olive plants around your table. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. When people are saying, Peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness. For that day to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went out and traded with them and made another five. Likewise the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. 
The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put the money in the bank so that I have got it back, at least with interest, on my return? Now then take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Kevin, here we are, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And I want to mention that later this week on Thursday, our nation will be celebrating Thanksgiving Day, which is followed by what has been traditionally dubbed Black Friday. And that's kind of what I want to focus on. You know, retailers use a marketing ploy to lure in sales, you know, by discounting things and offering certain Black Friday specials. And that's as a way of kicking off the Christmas shopping season, which is the day after Thanksgiving. You know, Kevin, it's ironic, really, in that we supposedly spent the day of Thanksgiving, right, giving thanks for our many blessings. And the very next day, we all rush out to buy new things to fill uh, our needs, you know, to make us happy. And the sad part about this is that we live in a country in which even the poorest people have access to creature comforts that are unimaginable in most third world countries. And yet there's a kind of sadness, you know, a sense of forlorn has kind of permeated society like people just don't know how to be happy without getting new things. And so the remedy for many people is to get out there and buy more things, believing that more things will make them happy. More things will fill that void. We live in a world that has lost God. But the good news is that God has not lost us. No matter what we do, God is always waiting, always available to those who repent and turn to him. So this Thanksgiving Day, let's make the gift of faith and the love of God priorities in our hearts. How insightful and important those words are in today's society, isn't it? Thank you for sharing that. And you know, when thinking about this, and really, I think it's great timing with our readings this week, because today our readings demonstrate that putting the gift of faith into action will bring us true happiness, lasting happiness, lasting joy. And it's not those things, those material possessions that you talk about, how right. important that is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, in our first reading today, this comes from Proverbs chapter 31. And I need to say, ladies, if you are looking to Hollywood or talk shows, or leftist feminists for advice on how to be a good wife and mother, 
you are being sold a pack of lies. Uh, True feminism can be found in the book of Proverbs, uh, this chapter 31. This is affectionately known as Mrs. P31. And uh, if you have not uh, read this, uh, I really encourage you to actually go to scriptures and read the entire poem because actually the first reading only has about half of the poem inside it and how beautiful it really is. And really how countercultural the message is. You know, a worthy wife has a value far beyond pearls. Remember that the pearl of great price back in Matthew 13, verses 45 and 46, how valuable that was. This is how important a worthy wife is. And a wife is a wise stewardess of the gifts that she has been given. You know, she's busy, but it's a directed busyness. You know, she's not distracted from God in her daily tasks. She does her ordinary chores with extraordinary love. Now, unfortunately, our society encourages women to feel forced to do everything all at the same time. But a worthy wife unites both service to God and service to family into one vocation and in the season or the time of life when things are appropriate. And one of the things I think that John Paul II has done so beautifully in his writings, Mulieris Dignitatum, is it reveals the moral strength of women. And I want to read uh, a section of this. It says, A woman is strong because of her awareness of this entrusting, strong because of the fact that God entrusts the human being to her, always and in every way, even the situations of social discrimination in which she may find herself. This awareness and this fundamental vocation speak to women of the dignity which they receive from God himself, And this makes them strong and strengthens their vocation. Thus, the perfect woman in Proverbs 31 becomes an irreplaceable support and source of spiritual strength for other people who perceive the great energies of her spirit. These perfect women are owed much by their families and sometimes by whole nations. And how true that is. So thank you for all of the godly wives and mothers that are out there that are in our lives. How important that is. You, you kind of heard the term with the, the, the mother that rocks the cradle ends up ruling the world or something along those lines, right? That's how important the motherly role is. And unfortunately, how we do not value that in our society today. So let's reclaim that beauty, that worthiness of the motherhood vocation. So thank you to all the mothers who are out there today doing that quiet task of raising saints. How important that is. And thank you to that. Well, let's go to the second reading. This is a reading to the Thessalonians. This is actually a follow-on from last week. The day of the Lord will come like a thief in the knife, Carla. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it has a very ominous tone. But St. Paul didn't write this to scare people, but rather to emphasize what Jesus taught, that death will come like a thief at night. And for this reason, we must always be prepared for death. And then he assures the faithful that they are not of the darkness, but they are children of the light and reminds us to remain alert and sober. Yes. So we have to be aware of this reality, the reality of our mortality and, the, and uh, you know, our, our impending death, but not preoccupied. And I think, again, it comes back to what we talked about last week on living in that state of grace to not have anxiety. And it kind of made me think about, um, you know, if you're driving, Carla, and you're constantly driving over the speed limit, you wish you had your radar detector on, you're looking around or whatever else. But, but you don't need to worry about getting pulled over for a speeding ticket if you're driving the speed limit, right? Right. 
So the same idea here is that if you just joyfully live the commandments, joyfully live the gospel, you don't need to worry about it, right? It's it's as easy as that. (laughs) There's all that, that's all there is to it. So uh, remember that and you can live your life in peace with no anxiety. Good point. (laughs) There you go. Well, let's close with the book of uh, our gospel according to Matthew. I did want to touch on a talent. So the talent that they talk about in here physically is a commercial weight comprised of a precious metal, usually like a gold or a silver. And these weights range from 26 to 60 kilograms. So these are big things. And a Roman talent was known to be have a weight of 33 kilograms. And that's that's 33 kilograms of a precious metal. So this is something that is very obviously a large sum of money and value. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. And you know, Kevin, looking at this from a purely dollars and cents point of view, this gospel reading prevents, presents sorry, a bit of a quandary. Um, it's, it's, yeah, the parable is supposed to be indicative of the way in which God deals with us. And at first, it kind of sounds unfair. The Greek word for talent refers, like you just pointed out, that is extremely valuable. But then there's that more fundamental meaning uh, that you also pointed out, that the word implies weight. So this gospel is talking about something much more valuable than just ordinary coinage, you know, what you might carry around, right? And if we consider all of this in the light of the gospel, we know that all of God's gifts, the gift with the greatest weight of all, is God's gift of love and mercy. So even though the man in this reading who received only one talent, he didn't squander it, he also didn't make good use of it. He took the easy way out. He was lazy and negligent with that great gift with which he had been trusted. It was his lack of action that brought condemnation upon himself because the mercy and love of God can only be fully realized when it is invested in others. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.